0: Days in presence segment that I indicated we have no idea in parapsychology where an organ of seeing the nose and the all of the. Uh, touch receptors, heat and cold, and pain receptors in the skin, and in the uh, days in presence segment, that I uh, indicated we have no idea in parapsychology where an organ of psychic perception would exist in the human body. We've never discovered such an organ. We know about the eyes, and the ears, and the tongue, and the nose, and all of the uh, Touch receptors, heat and cold, and pain receptors in the skin and in the uh, nervous system, but we don't know where and how any sort of extrasensory information is picked up in the human body. However, I do have uh, some thoughts about it I thought I'd share with you today. For example, what if the entire human body itself was an organ? Of psychic perception, the whole body. That makes sense to me, uh, at least in that instance, that the human body that I'm speaking of doesn't end with your skin. The human body extends beyond the skin. Well, uh, various uh, mystical esoteric traditions refer to the aura. And I have an other in present segment suggested that by virtue of the photons we are uh connected with, our body emits photons, our body receives photons, in a sense. And because photons travel uh, so fast that time stops for photons, that we're bo- our body is connected to everything, the whole universe, instantaneously. Let's make that assumption. and uh, That's an assumption that could be based on Einstein's theory of relativity, the fact that time stops at the speed of light. It could also be based on the notion, very common these days in quantum mechanics, that things are entangled. Entangled is another way of saying that they are connected, uh, the most distant uh, parts of space and time are connected to us as if they were the most intimate. So, let's just say that that's the nature of things. It's the nature of our body. It's the nature of the universe. We're one with everything. We are a part of the whole. We're like a drop in the ocean, so to speak. And As such, everything that happens in the ocean influences us influences us at least a little bit. Now, that's the first point. The second point is this. Somehow, our body collects all of this information. Now, it's vastly more than our conscious mind can incorporate. The mind, or one might say the brain, acts as something of a filter, so that the information that enters into our consciousness is information that is important and relevant to our needs and the rest of it we can uh, overlook or bypass or it can be part of our unconscious awareness because From what we know about human consciousness, we're capable of processing thousands and thousands of thoughts every day. But still, there's a limit to it. I cannot process thousands and thousands of thoughts every second, not consciously. Well, maybe I can, but us modern humans, our consciousness works largely by language. I am speaking to you in words. The words are made of letters. The words compose sentences. The sentences compose paragraphs. There's a kind of linearity to it all. And Some people have suggested that in ancient times, before the development of language, certainly before the development of written language, people didn't think in words. They thought in pictures. And even some of the earliest languages like the Egyptian hieroglyphs are picture languages. And it involves a whole different way of using human consciousness. Well, that aside, how does it relate to the notion of the body? And I'm getting to the next point I want to make, which has to do with the work of the Illinois Psychologist Eugene Gendland, or Gendlin, no, Gendlin, Eugene Genland. He developed an art he called focusing. There are people who practice focusing today. They're known as focusing practitioners. And the idea is very simple: it's that the body is the font of all wisdom. So What does that mean? Let's say you've got a funny feeling in your body somewhere. I'm going to start with the part of your body that is inside your skin for the moment now. Your body, if you get a little feeling, an itch maybe, a tickle, a cramp, some sort of funny, uncomfortable feeling, maybe it's you're contemplating a big decision, but you get a feeling in your stomach. Well, what you can do is talk to your body. Let your body talk to you. Ask your stomach, what is it trying to tell you? And People who practice this, with the assistance of a focusing practitioner, are able to engage in extensive conversations with these little feelings, these urges, these tightnesses or Uh, excitements in the body. The body will speak to you. The body will tell you what it knows. Things that are just on the edge of your consciousness can become available to you if you make a point of listening to your body, asking your body questions, dialoguing with your body. You have so much wisdom inside of you, way beyond what you might imagine. Because, think of it this way, your body, literally speaking, is billions of years old. There's been a continuous evolution of life forms going back to the very earliest single-celled organisms and even what we might call the organelles, things like the mitochondria, which are sub-organs within our cells. At one time it is uh, suspected that they were independent organisms and somehow they, they merged with other organisms and now we call them organelles. They're parts of your body, they go back four or five billion years to the very earliest days of life on planet Earth. And there's been a continuous connection ever since then, if you could trace the history of your ancestry you'd, you'd go all the way back to your earliest human ancestors, hundreds of thousands of years ago, but then you have biological ancestors that are pre-human, going back billions of years. That's how much wisdom is contained in your body, because the time involved, these billions of years, has allowed evolution, to experiment through many, many trials and errors, and many of your ancestors well, not really ancestors, but <laughs> my mentor Arthur Young would call them whiskers. There have been many evolutionary failures, dead ends in the uh, evolutionary history of biology on this earth, many, many dead ends. But we are the result not of the dead ends, but of the surviving biological patterns, and our body has evolved in in ways that we can't even imagine. Billions of years of evolution have gone into making us who we are. If you think about that, it's, it's very profound, and there's indeed a lot of knowledge just buried inside of our bodies, not even to mention the extrasensory signals that our body is somehow capable of picking up and storing and making available to us as we need it. Well, these are all thoughts for contemplation. I hope that you now think of yourself as a much richer individual, a much richer biological organism than you had previously imagined. And thank you for being with me.